0: What are the long box guys going to do tonight, brain?
1: The same thing the long box guys do every night, Peaky. Drink and talk
2: about comics. They're useless to taking over the world. Yes! Hey
1: everybody,
0: welcome to this week's episode of the Long Box Guys. With me as always is some of my very favorite people on planet Earth and beyond. Josh, how you doing what are you drinking?
1: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just going with a, uh, a nice classic Sam Summer.
0: I had a bunch of that over the weekend when we went camping. We had the same summer right there, and boom, it was terrific. Uh, Laney enjoyed it a lot. Tommy, how you doing? What are you drinking?
3: I'm doing okay. I am drinking some Grainstone 14-year-aged uh, whiskey.
0: what well, that a, sounds delicious. Nice. It's delicious. <laughs> I myself am drinking uh, uh, a little bit of Trader Joe's Scotch with a little bit of Crown Royal in uh, a pint glass because I'm an alcoholic, not a Ken doll. Got to keep these things poured deep and poured big. Mikey, I saw you were drinking something delicious. looking. What are you drinking there, buddy?
2: Yeah, I've got some blueberry hard cider from the Tennessee Cider Company. And delicious. Pigeon Forge, or no, not Pigeon Forge, uh, Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg. Tennessee. Gatlinburg.
0: I, I yeah. hope there's another one saved for Tommy. Maybe. Maybe. I do, love, I do love all blueberry beans and ciders. That's one of my favorite things. Speaking of my favorite things, Mikey, what are we talking about this week?
2: Uh, we are talking about children as superheroes. After our Power Pack episode, we decided we're going to go with three of our top child superheroes. As always, we're going to do a round robin. And if somebody chooses one of your picks, yeah, it's all right. Just go ahead and drink and enjoy. Drink,
0: so, you enjoy, and pipe up a little bit. I, I do remember us talking about this now, yeah.
2: So I'll go first, if that's all right with you. Oh, John's. And I am going to go with all the way back to 1941, uh, starring in Star-Spangled Comics. Sylvester Pemberton was the Star-Spangled Kid. Uh, He was a Golden Age character created by Jerry Siegel, who was one of the co-creators of Superman. Um he was unique, not unique in a kid fighting the Nazis. That was not unique in the 40s. However, what was unique about him is he had an adult sidekick named Stripesy, a.k.a. Pat Dugan. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, so in addition to being a superb athlete and hand-to-hand combatant, he had a cosmic converter belt, which uh, gave him kind of the powers of Starman. So he could project a force field, he could fly, that kind of stuff. Um, And then, of course, Stripesy had no powers whatsoever, (laughs) other than the fact that he could drink legally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not the worst superpower.
2: Yeah. Uh, So if anybody is interested in Star Spangled Kid, go ahead and check out Stargirl, that is uh, the TV show. It's actually... Not bad. I just finished season two. And uh, if you're a fan of the Justice Society like I am, it's uh, got some good uh, callbacks. And uh, I like seeing all those characters that I read when I was a kid. All right. And uh, fun fact, Star Spangled Kid, a.k.a. Skyman, is being played by the guy who... Uh, from Community, what's his name?
0: Yeah, uh, Hal, Not Hal, Hal's...
2: Nope. Hal. No. Now the other guy from t- yeah. Talk Soup. From Talk Soup, you're right. Joel. Uh, McCain. Yep. It's Joel. McCain. There you go. Kale. Kale. Joel, yeah. yeah, either one. Yeah, he doesn't know my name, so it's only fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just start drinking because Josh, you got one of my picks. <laughs> Josh, so, yeah. you want to go next? I'm go just going
1: to yeah, go. So ahead, Miles Josh. Morales, uh, Spider-Man of the Multiverse. Uh, first of all, uh, if we want to harken back to the days of Dwarf, just before uh, the Spider-Verse movie was released, we were had a podcast about what the best Marvel movies were or were going <laughs> to be. And prior to its release, I said Spider-Verse would be in my top – the top of my list, and I was definitely not wrong. Um, that movie just propelled me into uh, into Miles and the, the Spider Verse. I think the style, the animation, the uh, just the way they they tied the whole movie together and the end and set it up for hopefully where it's going to go next. I think it's June of 2020, <coughs> Uh that we're going to see the sequel to that film. Uh, Miles Morales is just a great Spider Man. He's just a, it, was a, it was a great story. I think the uh, the translation and the diaspora into the comics is fantastic, and I just want to I just want to see more of the Dash Verse movies from Marvel, and I'd like to see them take it to uh, some other characters that deserve that treatment. Actually, honestly, we were talking about the uh, Miss Marvel uh, Kamala Khan series earlier, and while I think it's great that there's the series on on disney plus i think if they had given her the dash verse treatment in this style of animation prior to that film exploded right i think it would have been perfection
0: i'd argue with you that i can see how that would translate over a while plus the kids would get a kick out of it uh they're they're aiming for a kid uh, audience and that uh that probably would have helped them a lot tommy what's your first pick
3: All right, my first pick, I'm going way back to 1995. Uh, This was kind of a a big one-shot. And uh, Rusty the the Boy Robot from Big Guy and Rusty, uh, which later had a one-season TV show, The Big Guy and Rusty, never better was uh, an eight-year-old kid written as a boy robot than Big Guy and Rusty TV show. And that comic in 1995 started it all. Uh, it was just a great character, uh, you know, kind of based on Astro Boy, um, but just a fantastic character who, you know, thought he was just a, a boy robot AI looking up to uh, the big guy who was supposed to also be a robot AI, but really there was a guy inside a mech suit uh, because the AI never really worked inside the big guy. Um, But, you know, he was there to train the robot and to give the robot the illusion that, you know, that you have to be a a good person in as a robot uh, and help people out. And it was just a great, great TV series that developed from that one shot comic.
0: Thanks, That's a good pick, Tommy. I never saw the TV series when you said it was good.
3: Oh, it was one of the best cartoon series out there. So well written. Do you know where I might find it? The art, the art wasn't as great as I would have liked it, but it was so well written that, that it, it's worth it. Do you know where it's at if it's around? Uh, you can. I haven't seen it streaming anywhere, but you can find these. I'll take a look. Uh, they weren't they weren't released for a long time, so I I, I ended up buying a bootleg, but uh, you can find them now. All right, I'll available look anywhere. But it took a long time for the rates to get released.
0: All right, for uh, mine, it's a superhero team, actually. I'm going to start naming members, and uh, whoever knows the team, jump in. I, I got my money on you, Mikey. Are you ready? Sure. Big words. Flip. Gabby. Scrappa. Tommy Tompkins.
2: Gagging Newsboy Legion?
0: That's right, the Newsboy Legion. I liked the Newsboy Legion way back in the day. I mean, I it was way before my time, of course. Uh, but I got a bunch of those old comics and they were fun for a vigilante group of children. They got the job done.
2: <laughs> street toughs, yeah. Uh,
0: street toughs. They're like, yeah, they're street toughs. Yeah. And uh, they busted up Nazi uh, uh, infiltrators and third wavers and uh, third fronters. Uh, they were they were pretty active in Metropolis and in Suicide Slum. And uh, some of them later on become heroes of their own, uh, like Guardian, Guardian Two, um, a couple others I think. Uh, up to be superheroes of some sort or other. Uh, but um, so kind of think of them as the uh, the people who were handing out the newspapers to have their ear to the streets. They were all reformed juvenile delinquents under the uh, tutelage of uh, officer, I think his name was Harper. I can look that up. I Just an officer who kind of took them under their wing and, and tried to help them out and, you know, turn the, turn, turn to the better way of doing things, kids. And Superman helped them out a couple times. Jimmy Olsen. Uh, made appearances uh, with the Newsboy Legion a few times and it was just kind of a good feel-good kind of comic and it also was uh, DC's way of trying to get kids reading those comics
2: again. Mike, uh,
0: you read a bunch of those.
2: Yeah, well, it was big pop, very popular in the ni- uh, 1940s. Is uh created by Jack Kirby and uh, Joe Simon and then later on um, they made more appearances in Batman, but they're Officer Harper is the uncle of Roy Harper, aka Arsenal, speedy, whatever you want to call him. So, so there's tell the
0: Diane I didn't have that information off the top of my head. She <laughs> will <won't> plot.
2: <laughs> uh, she's listening and going, Why isn't he saying it? Say it, say it. Say it. Say his name. Roy Harper. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: Uh, For those that know, Diane likes Roy Hopper a lot. One of her favorite characters. A lot of ours. Mikey, what do you got next? Uh,
2: I'm going back to a giant size Batman comic from 1987. It was the magazine style. um, And in it, it's called Batman, Son of the Bat. Or, excuse me, Son of the Demon. Uh, In it, Batman uh, is drugged and raped by talia al ghul and they have a baby now the baby appears in the comic but never has a name and it is not until later when grant morrison is doing his run on batman that he's like remember that one-shot comic that nobody talks about I'm going to roll with it. And Wait, the
0: one where Bruce Banner got raped in the giant magazine at the YMCA?
2: No, no, different Not one. Not that one. Different Bruce. Why'd you say Bruce? Why'd you say Bruce? Why'd
0: you say Bruce? <laughs> you say Bruce? <laughs> uh, yes.
2: Sorry. Uh, so, That's fun for us. Yeah. Damian Wayne, uh, at first, I didn't like him. He's a sociopath. But the more I read it the more I like him because people treat him like a child, like he's super serious. But then when he sees a, a puppy, he's like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Damian Wayne, if you get a chance to read super sons, oh, annual drink. number one, so, it is. So the you got a drink comment. Mike. Oh,
3: Damien was on my list. All right.
0: I, I was, that was the one that I thought would be on all our lists. Mike got the Josh got the sleeper on me. I forgot Miles for some reason. I think of him more as a teenager, but he's a preteen. He counts.
1: Josh, what do you got next? Did we draw the line at preteen? What do we? We no, said kids. 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 Okay.
0: Hmm. No, I, I agree with you. I think Miles makes the cutoff because he's he's younger than like like an eight. He's not eighteen. He's not seventeen. Yeah. You know, I, I still think
1: of him as a kid, so I'm good. Okay. What do you got next, there, Josh? Uh, so the character is someone who i I liked. They were in the x men mix. They were never really a major character until later, but I loved the power set so much as a kid. I was like, if I was an x men, I totally want her powers, and that is a Yana Rasputin. oh magic that's. <laughs> Uh, let's see, I get a giant magic sword, I can teleport wherever I want, and I get a bunch of demon buddies to torment people if I need them?
0: Yes, please. You do remember what her childhood was like, right? Yeah. Worth it. (laughs) A rapey hell dimension. Oh, don't gloss over any of that. I've read all those.
1: Didn't I just say worth it? (laughs) Just Jeez. saying. Awesome power set. It
0: is an awesome power set. Right, her weird teleportation is pretty cool. I love the magic sword. I love her version of magic, which isn't so all powerful that it pisses us off.
2: Did you, watch the, did you watch that, like,
1: the New Mutants movie yet? I did. I liked it. I, I definitely I, rented I, it. I liked it.
2: It wasn't a masterpiece. It's.
1: It wasn't perfect, but it
0: was an okay attempt.
1: Yeah, Mike's plot was better. Yeah,
0: but yeah. Mike's plot's usually better. Our all our plots are usually better. Let's give us all, all of ourselves some credit here. That's a good pick, uh, and of course, she was a child when she manifested those powers. Uh, she's grown up a little bit uh, before our very eyes, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she's terrific. Tommy, what do you got next?
3: All right, so originally it was known as the Mighty Atom, but we all know him better as Astro Boy. Created in 1952 uh, by Osama Tezuka. Great boy robot character. Yes, I like robots, especially when they're boy robots.
2: Okay. (laughs)
0: Because they've got finger lasers, damn it. Oh yeah, he's he got those like, finger bangs for finger blasting. Doesn't like yeah, for finger, finger blasting.
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone needs a good finger laser. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: but you know,
3: but seriously, I mean, he's he's had countless countless comic books or manga. He's had movies. He's had te- television series. It's a great character.
0: Yeah, but they're not countless. Um, count uh, them. I'm just saying. I don't like when you say the word countless, and we, we can definitely count them.
1: We I mean, they have it. issue numbers.
0: Yeah. they yeah, Are numerous. <laughs> Numerous. Things, numerous. If I numerous. say very unique around my wife, she goes, she loses her mind. And if you say countless around me, <laughs> it's actually countable. I, I'm not, not that happy about it. Video games. Yeah, they're countable. No, no, he it
3: also has video games. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs>
0: I'll say. <laughs> I wish I had finger blasters right now, team. <laughs> See? See, you want a finger laser. I do. I do want a finger laser. All right, for my next one, I don't know if we're going in perfect order here, but uh, I'm going to say uh, the magic word, baby. Shazam!
2: bad drink.
0: Drink. God, God, I was hoping someone would drink. Uh, let's not forget that Billy Batson is a very young man, depending on what comic book or TV show you're watching. Sometimes very, very young. And as young as 14 in many of the comics. Uh, living by himself in uh, in some cases, uh, pretty much homeless or under the tutelage of an uncle or something, depending on the comic book, the time, the era. and It leads to some very strange uh, things happening in the comic books, because this is a 14-year-old boy in this giant mature man's body uh there was at least one issue when he was flirting with someone who was absolutely age appropriate for billy batson but absolutely not age appropriate for the mighty shazam uh tommy you know that comic but which one uh, was that
3: i don't remember the, the issue number. Michael, like, he Michael. did that through a number a number of issues before the justice league took him aside
0: and was like
2: justice society hey, of man, america this
0: is not cool justice like, is not cool
2: flirting so with star girl
0: so, yeah, yeah, Stargirl was the uh, – uh, he was uh, – what two superheroes took him aside and said, hey, man, this is not cool?
2: Flash and Green Lantern because they did not know he was a child.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How did I get – I, I know Superman knows because he was so pissed off. I was going to say my favorite was when
3: Superman found out and berated the sorcerer and was like, how could you do this to a child?
0: Yeah, so it's, it's a lot of power. It's a lot of power and
1: responsibility to get to a child. Yeah, and Justice yeah. League Unlimited, I think it's Superman and Batman who are in the know until uh, there's like one episode where they're trying to decide whether or not he can join basically like the council, like the upper the upper echelon, and Batman's like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. what? What are you talking about? You know what Billy is <laughs> thinking? Wisdom of Solomon, motherfucker. <laughs> You want me on that council. Yeah,
0: and also, uh, Batman, you put children
2: they, they are, on a regular all the time, all the time, with all the time. no superpowers. Second
0: job, Batman. Jesus.
2: You dressed your sidekick in red to make them more shootable.
0: There's a picture of you at orphanages. Do not orphanage. <laughs> Do not let this man adopt children. It does not end well. It's like too many bounce shakes at the bodega. That's amazing.
2: Like... Got the picture right there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mikey, what do you got next?
2: All right. Next, I'm going to go to a uh, superhero group also. I'm going to start naming off the members. Shout it out when you know the name of the group uh, Big Game. Shout out. Dog Knot. Popclaw. Whack Job.
0: Oh, oh, oh.
2: Jet Streak.
0: From the boys.
2: Blarneycock.
0: Teen something. Blarneycock, yeah. yes. Uh
2: Gunpowder. Uh,
0: gun the star spangled uh the, 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 uh, the uh, Teen something. Give, give me a second, uh, yeah. uh
2: You're on the right track, LT. Teenage Yeah. Teenage kicks with a X. The kicks with the, yeah.
1: kicks with the yeah. X. Teen kicks, yeah.
0: I knew it when he got Gunpowder and Blarneycock
2: in there. Oh, Blarney Blarney cock!
0: Will you never stop being funny? <laughs> Hopefully not.
2: So those of you who have not read The Boys, what is wrong with you? Go read The Boys. It is like, amazing. Read the boys. But there are a bunch of lesser superhero groups. Uh, they make mention of them in the television show. But in the comics, Teenage Kicks is one. And they send... Huey on his first assignment to infiltrate teenage kicks. And it does not go well, but he does end up rescuing a hamster. Yes. <laughs> that
0: hamster was, let's just yes, say, was up to, that hamster was almost up to no good.
2: <laughs> the hamster, by the way, makes an appearance in the television show season. Three episode four, yeah, kills a lot of people.
0: Spoiler, as well. You should get your revenge, like that red cat (laughs) Uh, with the power ring. Yeah, I I,
1: I feel like uh, I am going to my my declaration of this being the best season of the boys is 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 on the road for vindication. This is a good season.
2: Yeah.
3: I wonder if they're going
2: to do hero orgasm. That's what the next episode is, dude.
0: Man, when he made me, Timothy, oh, my God.
2: They asked um, uh, Carl Urban to describe in one sentence the episode of hero orgasm. He said, in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Ew.
0: God bless oh, Carlo, but I said, well, like, my you to him and him well, alone. Uh, Josh, I think that puts you up next.
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, so I was going to go with a team, but I think about half the team is actually aged out of what I would consider. Um, I'll use them in my my uh, my follow-up. I'm going to go with another X-Men. Uh, and right when she got to the team, she was the youngest of the time. And I know Tom's gonna have to drink with me now. Let's go for Kitty Pride.
2: Awesome. Shadow Cat.
1: Yeah, AK Shadowcat. Cat. And definitely Rice right-
2: Sprite Ariel. She had a bunch of names.
1: She did. And I think the uh the 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 mini series where she goes uh she gets kidnapped and uh Wolverine has to follow her to Japan really I think that's her that's when she's no longer a child in my eyes. In the comic, right? That's what I'm yeah, sure.
0: The, the, almost the exact moment is when she learns to hold the sword up. Like, you just have to ignore the pain. That's what this is. That's what our life is. And when she, that's in my head, that's the moment that Kitty Pride isn't my, you know, schoolgirl crush. She's now my grown up crush, and I can stop having bad feelings.
1: Yeah. And yeah. She, she becomes a badass right then. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, wait. This tell this, uh, this 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 phasing thing. I could use this pretty wickedly if I ever got the yeah. idea to.
1: So yeah, the fact that she can not only turn herself, but she can temporarily turn objects that way makes a big difference in the whole game.
0: It's gonna leave this yeah. apple right here in your chest. Well, how's that feel? Does that feel weird? Yeah. Does that feel weird? <laughs> a little strange. A little strange. A little weird. A little strange. Uh, so, yeah, I drank with you on that one. I love that. Two of my favorite comic books of all time are still Guess What Just Came Down the Chimney. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one where she plays Dracula. I love that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's just a character that they've done uh, – they've treated very well over the years. Yeah. And I'm glad that eventually they made her one of the leaders of the X-Men in the later days. And mm-hmm. just – um, yeah, just a fantastic character. And, uh, yeah, like you said, like on set, it seems like a simple – sort of defensive power and then they they show the progression of how to turn that into a, a devastating weapon against people.
0: Like, yeah, like the invisible girl's power was like so simple at the beginning. And then she realized I could put a very small force field bubble into your bloodstream, uh, full of air, and that's pretty much that, right? Yeah, that's pretty much that. And no one that is not showing up on an autopsy. Just saying.
1: Sad.
2: Yeah, I I like Kitty Pride. I also like the juxtaposition between you know her as the kid and then as the adult. When in the all new X Men, when the five original X Men from the past get yeah. go to the future, and Kitty Pride is their their t- instructor, and the teenage X Men who were her instructors are now uh, the students, and they they do not like her. <laughs> they do. Not like her. Especially uh, Iceman, because uh, he's like, wait, I dated you? Who? Who? You're so old.
0: Wait a second, so who did I date? A girl that I can't touch. Another girl that you I can't, can't touch. <laughs> well, I'm starting to see a
1: pattern here. That turns out he didn't want to touch girls. That
2: was yep. the thing. Yep. Uh, Lt, who you got next?
3: Uh, Richie Rich.
2: He did. Uh, he did uh, have a superpower, same as Batman.
3: Same yep. exact superpower as Batman. Same exact <laughs> power as uh, Batman. Uh, he man. Often would save the day using his superpower, money, and all of his accoutrements.
0: Not <laughs> uh, one but, that I would have thought of, Lt. But I loved Richie Rich as a kid.
2: And they did have. he, did.
0: he was everywhere.
2: They yeah. did have a bunch of com- Richie Rich comics where it, he played Super Richie, and his butler was his sidekick all uh, the, uh, the. The robot butler. No, no. The, the, yeah. was a regular yeah, but, robot butler.
3: But, but the robot butler used to do all kinds of crazy stuff for him. Yeah. That allowed him to do super things, and uh, you know he, he even had a cartoon when we were kids, as well. Saturday
0: morning cartoon. Mike,
2: you I remember, remember watching. Robot Butler? Ramona, Ravona, or... I do not remember a robot butler in Richie Rich.
3: Oh, she used to be able to change into all kinds of stuff. A, Whatever the he needed.
2: Butler or the maid? The maid. Yeah, the butler was human.
0: Yeah, Except you're yep. right, Mikey.
2: I know my Richie Rich. Well, rich. Robot to I to read a to shit ton happen. of it as a kid.
0: Richie, that's a good one there, Tommy. Good on you.
2: Tom, who do you Uh, have for your last pick?
0: My last pick is controversial, only because it's a person that everyone thought was a little kid, but wasn't. Any ideas, Mikey? DC Universe. Gary Coleman. (laughs) Looked like Gary Coleman had the same thing that Gary Coleman's got going on. Talk about baby doll. Baby doll was a DC character first. I think first appears actually in the Batman uh, cartoon, if I'm not mistaken. Do, 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 do,
2: the, do, yeah, do. the animated series.
0: Yeah, the animated series. So Baby Doll is this uh, child actress from like the 1950s and 40s or something crazy like that who had a disease where she never uh, went through puberty. She just always looked like she was uh, like 11 or 12 years old. And she was obsessed with uh, staying young and staying cute and beautiful, even though that wasn't really that big of a – that wasn't. <laughs> Uh, that hard for her, um, much like um, Wonder Man was obsessed with accidentally dying, uh, even though he kind of couldn't. Uh, Baby Doll was obsessed with the fact that she didn't want to age, even though she kind of couldn't. Um, she became kind of a mobster leader of uh, uh, one of the underground factions that was a rival to even Penguin for a while. Uh, later on, after the, uh, the the TV series, and she was just kind of a fun character. So picture Shirley Temple at her youngest uh, as a mobster with an adult human brain uh, who also – the brain went through puberty. uh, So that led in the comic book after the cartoon into uh, some kind of risque areas. Uh, Even in the uh, cartoon, it does allude to the fact that she has normal human longings in this body. And it was kind of a, just kind of an interesting character to me, and I always thought it was kind of fun. So, I guess that brings us to Honorable Mentions. Mikey, what's your first Honorable? I'm
2: going to go with the Legion of Superheroes, originally pals of uh, Superboy, inspired by Superboy's adventures in the 30th century or 31st century, depending on whenever. One uh, century, it currently is. Uh, they team up with Superboy, and they hold up his ideals of superherodom into the future. I love every series. Some series they have them as adults. Some series they are teenagers. But uh, they, the art by Mike Grell was just amazing for a young boy in puberty. So yay.
0: <laughs> I loved all of my girls' stuff.
2: Josh, any honorable mentions?
1: Um, yeah. I'm gonna go with the the whole team of Young Justice. I know some of them are sort of on the the, the older edge and some are at the younger side. I mean technically Superboy's two years old at the beginning of the series. So um, but, like, Beast Boy and uh, Miss Martian is relatively young for her species. Uh, and, and just – and honestly, Young Justice just continues to be one of the greatest animated hero series uh, ever, in my opinion. So – and the latest season is, is also very good. It starts out a little weird where you're like, I'm not really following what's going on here. And they like to do that a lot. Like, they throw in a major subplot to like clog the airways and then hit you with what the real what the real storyline is like halfway through the season. So and they do they do another good job of that I think in the latest season.
2: It's interesting that you mentioned Young Justice because Gail Simone had a little thread on Twitter a few days ago where she was talking about when she would talk to people before she became a writer for comic books when she was just a fan. Whenever she would meet other female fans, she would, they would usually talk about different independent comic books. Be, um, but when she asked them what got you into comic books, there were two series that both starred young people <laughs> that drew everybody in or the, all, the, all these female readers in, and that was Teen Titans and The X-Men. Because they had strong, powerful female characters. And Young Justice is just a version of the Teen Titans.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah.
2: And I think that's probably uh, still true today because a lot of uh, the younger or female readers started by watching TV shows. And I'm sure Young Justice was super popular among female watchers because that's why they canceled it.
1: That's wa- literally uh, why they canceled the show. Uh, which is um, you know amazingly short-sighted.
0: Yeah. Yes. Amazingly short-sighted. But I mean, they were they were thinking about those toy sales, and and that's the yeah they thought only you know male watchers would buy the toys, and that's dumb.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Here's a,
0: a weird tip, and it's so anti-sexist. I can't believe it. Girls buy dolls too, <laughs> right? They yeah, you might have heard of it. Buy dolls.
1: Yeah. Action figures. They're dolls with hair. Yeah, uh, the other one for me uh, is Tim Hunter, Books of Magic.
2: Oh, fucking oh, yeah. awesome pick! Yeah, great way to introduce anybody into the world of magic is to pick up the Books of Magic starring Tim Hunter. Is fucking Harry Potter years and years before fucking or Harry Potter, Potter was, was even and written. So
1: much cooler.
2: Yeah,
0: much less transphobic. Yeah. Also,
2: the
1: also only... <laughs> way less transphobic.
0: The only thing I don't Pizza like about that all book, intrinsic. by the way, and it's a weird thing to dislike, is I haven't been able to get it uh, on Comicology. I only got it in uh, the Kindle, and the Kindle doesn't let you sweep the panels
1: at well, all. Comicology doesn't let you do that anymore either.
0: Yes, you can. I just Yes, yes you
1: can. Only on yes. your fucking iPad and the rest, uh, of, uh, sorry, the rest of us. Sorry, that's all I got. Yeah, and the rest of yeah. us. Hey, Amazon, I know you're not listening, but fuck you.
3: I an iPad, so I supposedly no Supposedly, according to a tweet, they've, no. they've fixed that, no. or they're no. working on fixing it. I yeah, canceled they have a it. a
2: big
1: list of bugs what? and a lot of... Dude, they own the Comixology code. They bought it. Just fucking but, restore yeah. the website. Do a search and replace for Comixology and put the word Amazon there and shut your goddamn trap. Amazon, I'm talking to you, and I know somewhere... This podcast is going to be on one There's a bot listening. Because you, you own everything, <laughs> and there's a bot listening. <coughs> and someone at Amazon's going to be like, I totally heard that. There. So <laughs> I'm telling you now, Jesus fuck, just restore the goddamn Comicsology website. You will find and replace on the goddamn names and logos and put it back up. Because I'm about to go fucking a- because again Because everybody wants it.
2: I canceled my oh, Comixology oh, Unlimited. Was-
1: it's on, it's on. I, I was like, I,
2: I, I don't. It right uh,
0: now. You guys keep saying that, but I haven't found anything wrong because I only use my iPad. All right. All right, Tom. Tom, I had to buy a new tablet to
3: use it because it wouldn't work on my old tablet. So I bought a new tablet to use it, and still on my new Android tablet, well, still like every three fucking panels it brings me out to the, to a fucking full page and i have to like double tap to get back into panel to panel
1: it's terrible it's on it's
0: terrible it's i hear what as you're fuck. saying i'm just saying i haven't had any of these problems cuz i only use the ipad i want to be indignant with you guys you're my boys i love you guys i want to be in on the eight
1: it's so awful right but now but the
0: ipad works so... perfect
1: yeah it's unreadable though like i don't want to th- i don't
2: there's my... no good way to search for shit
1: my newest iPad is a Gen Two, so nothing works on it. it. My iPad is younger than some of my older than some of my nieces and nephews at this point, point. <laughs> <laughs> and I buy- don't want to buy like an eight hundred dollar goddamn iPad to freaking read a comic book. Just let me watch it on my goddamn monitor or my laptop. It's I just so bought awful. every
0: rat. The, the rat queens finally dropped all the other issues. Issues, yeah. Uh, and I, I spent fifty bucks on comic books this weekend on Comicsology because all the Rat
1: Queens dropped. Yeah, well, that's a good comic. It's totally it's worth reading. Comic. Love it's it. Great.
0: I'm Love just it. saying oh.
3: that like I bought brand new Samsung tablet version released like in February, so it's not like an old version of the tablet. Like bought like the 256 gig internal storage, like higher storage capacity one, and. Every third fucking swipe, it brings me out of the guided view. And you have to double tap. And I have to double tap to get back into it. And sometimes, sometimes when I want to get out of that view (laughs) to like access another freaking thing, I can't.
1: Let me tell you this, Tom. In a browser, there's no guided view. None. There's no guided view.
0: That sucks. That sucks terribly.
1: And it doesn't even scale to my monitor. So I have a giant-ass widescreen monitor <laughs> for playing video games. So it shows up as this this narrow band in the middle of my giant fucking monitor. And, and I just want like, to murder the world. Ah, it sucks. I it's, can't even read it. Like, I, I can't even read it. Like, I physically have to, like, drag it in and pull it up. And then, like, okay, now next page. Drag it in. That's what I have
0: to do with, if I get, with the uh, Books of Magic said- on my Kindle. And I hate it. So I feel your pain on that. Sorry, we got off on a tangent. That's usually not what we're doing here. Tommy, you still have a, a honorable mention.
3: Uh, I'm just—I'm
1: going to say Robin. All of them. Uh, all of them. All of them. A- all of them. A- yeah. A B C D E F and G. Just, just get out your little wheel
0: and dial of Robin. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tara from the original uh, way back in the day. Uh, when she was just the sidekick for Slade and seducing uh, everyone in very uncomfortable ways.
1: Okay, was she was weird... in Young Justice. I'll drink. Ah, drink.
0: <laughs> uh, do I have any other good ones that I liked? That's about it. Mikey, got any last ones to pop in there just for fun? Yep. Alright, moving on to the front of the law box. Mikey, What do you got in the front of the law box?
2: At the front of the log box, I got something that you are going to enjoy if you like noir, if you like detective stories, and if you like colorful comic books involving superheroes. Ooh. If you loved the Bwahaha Justice League, <laughs> you are doing yourself a disservice if you are not reading Tom King and Greg Smallwood's current rendition of Human Target. Um, in it, Christopher Chance uh, poses as Lex Luthor, and although there's an assassination attempt and he stops it, what he doesn't what he finds out afterwards is he's been poisoned before that assassination attempt. And because of the residual radiation on it, Mr. Terrific figures out that it had to be somebody or excuse me, not Mr. Terrific. um, Dr. Midnight figures. It had to be somebody from the justice league international team. And now it's a noir story with human target trying to figure out who killed him before he dies and you have not look, I love everything Tom King does except for heroes in crisis. And I got to say his dialogue with ice and Christopher chance, just fucking magic.
0: Is it like 1940s? Like, Hey girl, like you can give somebody trouble, 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 something you know about their high pockets.
2: It's like that, but much cleverly done. Where she's talking about, there, uh, where she's like, uh, "Yeah, the temperature usually drops when uh, I'm uh, somewhere for a while." And he's like, "My temperature's not dropping." <laughs> uh, then he he's in the water with her, and she's in her bathing suit, and he's like, "You think without as cold as this water would be?" <laughs>
0: be
2: shrinkage but it's not happening so yeah nice. definitely uh, going to check it I out don't say
0: Comicsology.
2: fuck Comicsology. you can go to your local comic book store it's still coming out uh, the series and you could probably get the back issues or you could just wait for the graphic novel to come out I'm reading it on DC Universe maybe I get DC Universe and how's that uh...
0: oh it's glitchy as fuck but
3: not as bad as Comicsology. My, I my never thought I'd say with... those words. I never thought I'd
0: say those yeah. words. My big problem with that is they didn't put all their war comics on. I kind of held it against them. You own them. Just put them on there, man. True. Sorry. I I, I was going back in time. There, going back in time is Tommy's the world. Tommy, what do you have at the back?
3: I have uh, Star Wars Omnibus Rise of the Sith. Uh, this came out in 2015. Uh... It's about 450 pages. It took me forever to read it on Comixology because every three panels I got taken out of the frickin' book and had to get back in the guided view. Uh, but this is a great story that takes place kind of before the prequels in the, in the movie world, and it tells the story of Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, and it also tells the backstory of Kia Mundi. Uh, and some of the other Jedi Council members, and it also goes into some of the backstory of uh, Darth Maul. So it's a great book that fills in some of that that storyline.
0: All right. Well, those are all characters I care about, so maybe I'll go for that one. I'm definitely going to go for the Top King one. Uh, Josh, that was a little bit of a tangent. We went on there, especially on the comicsology thing. But you're the king of tangents. What do you got for me?
1: so the other thing i forgot i so on our other uh minor podcast that only our patreons get to listen to called the geek league we usually play some games we talk about other things we do during the week and one of the things i did this week was i found just randomly through twitter a very small succinct uh rules like game called primal quest um the uh the fellow who uh Who designed it. He's uh, somewhere in South America, I can't recall, but the general premise, uh, it's a tabletop RPG. Um, It's a a pre- Bronze Age caveman-esque, but with a little shamanistic magic thrown in, coexisting with everything from dinosaurs to the Ice Age kind of creatures. Uh, it reminds me of, uh, very much of, the the cartoon Primal, if no one's ever, if people haven't yeah. seen that. It's a brilliant cartoon that's completely non-verbal. So there's no dialogue whatsoever as a caveman tries to survive in a world with dinosaurs and befriends a T-Rex. And it's just, just a brilliant, brilliant short cartoon series. So in that same vein of the, uh, the whole, uh, uh, us coexisting with uh, our our dinosaur friends of the past. So top three dinosaurs you would want as pets if we coexisted.
0: You know, most people can't name three dinosaurs, right?
1: But everyone <sighs> here can.
0: Oh, yeah, everyone here right. can, certainly. <laughs> All right.
3: The first two would be the two dinosaurs from the
1: Hercule Hercules. Herculoids of rock and igu yes
0: well who doesn't want to shoot rocks out of your head yeah exactly those two were were great wow.
3: and then probably a raptor or you know, because yeah. because
1: yeah, well, you like to there's yeah there's. once you actually see them in their historical contests are, uh, are are not the things from Jurassic Park yeah I can just give you a
0: turkey Pretty much. I'll bring you a turkey. Like, Lady's been attacked by these things multiple times over the last two months. I'll bring you a turkey. It's like a There's turkey something. next to the Just left. i saying having something yeah.
3: rather small around it for those big guys is probably oh, a yeah. good idea.
0: Uh, well, part of my brain wants to say brontosaur, but of course we know that doesn't really exist. So I'll say the correct term, which is brachiosaurus, because uh, they're cool and they're giant, and it would be like living a tank. Like a tank, it'd be like living a train, I suppose. Like My brachiosaurus, uh, triceratops is always my favorite. Cool, they're super armored. You know, ride one of those into battle, it'd be awesome. And uh, since I want to be able to uh, get places, hopefully my uh, pterodactyl will fly me around. what three. I got land, sea, and air there. I'm assuming brachiosaurus will let me ride on his head when we're going through the ocean. I'm also assuming they swim
2: like elephants. Could be. Mikey? Uh I'm gonna go with Doctor Dinos uh Dinosaur from Atom- Dinosaur? No, Dr. Oh, Dinosaur. Doctor Dinosaur Doctor yeah. from uh Atomic Robo because crystals. <laughs> um, and then uh I think he'd be all I need. Like I I think I just drinking with Doctor Dinosaur would just be fucking fun. That's
0: fair. Done, yeah. Forget about Devil Dinosaur. So that would be fun too.
2: I mean, I, I I guess I could go with Dino Mutt. He's a dinosaur, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah.
2: he has got Dino in his name.
1: Yeah. Got Dino right in the name. You know, what? we could just go with Dino.
2: Dinosaur. And he's so cute.
0: And Baby from Land of the Lost. I think that was a Brachiosaurus, misnamed a Brachiosaurus. Damn you, Bone Wars.
1: <laughs>
0: all right. Josh, you didn't see your
1: three. Uh, Triceratops is my, just my favorite dinosaur of all time. And not only because of just, just how awesome of a creature that is, but the thing that really shot me forward on the idea of the Triceratops was the cover of the first D&D battle system box set where the dwarves had carved in the, the arrow notches into his armored flange so they could fire up through it. And it's the whole cover of a bunch of dwarves driving a, uh, a Triceratops into battle, which I had loved. Um, and then I'll, I'll go air, sea, and land. So Triceratops for land. Quetzalcoatlus, which was uh, named after the Central American god, was the largest of the winged dinosaurs, technically a reptile. And then uh, Mosasaur was the largest of the uh, sea reptiles during that same period. I mean, it was basically a city bus with a monster face, just eating shit. Um, the thing was fucking huge. Like it made it made modern like I mean a, a full sized the maximum size great white at this point uh, is no longer than its head than its skull. So wow. That thing with big.
0: So bigger than megalodon.
1: Yes, bigger than megalodon. Thanks. Yeah, it was the largest sea, the largest, uh, yeah, predator in in history.
0: Okay, you guys ready for a three to eighteen?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Yeah. We've done carnival food before. Today, I want to go with carnival games. Now, I'm a very generous guy. I I don't. Super love carnival games because they're so rigged against you. But I always play them because I'm a sucker. <laughs> so because they, they allure me, I got to give them at least a 13. But I also kind of hate donning out the money because I know I'm not going to win.
1: That's fair. I'm yeah, play. but I do play. I'm going to tell you a quick story. We were uh, at the Jersey Shore. My sister had... Uh, taking the whole wanted the whole family to go down there because that's what we did when we were kids. And so she had her kids with her. And my niece, Taryn, at the time was maybe seven or eight years old when we went down. We're walking down the boardwalk, and there's some – I don't even remember what what carnival game it was. But there was a giant purple hippopotamus that she kept crying for. So I shooed them down the boardwalk. I turned the corner back around and slip the guy at the, at the game 20 bucks to take the fucking hippopotamus. Nice. And less. I hate carnival games. I do not want to play them. I don't really want anything to do with them. I played them, I guess, when I was a kid, but honestly, if there's a prize somebody wants, uh, it's just easier for me to bribe that kid working there and yeah. take what the thing is. I'm going to give him a five. A five? A five. Wow, that's
0: real low. Yeah. They but they don't get you like they get me. They always get me. They don't like, get I always it. want to play. I do not. Right. All right. Tommy. Yeah, I'm
3: I'm with Josh on this. Uh, you know, they are definitely a scam. And yeah. uh, uh, I'm going to go with, with probably a five.
0: But you don't want to climb the stupid shaky ladder? Oh, hell no. Fun.
2: Yeah, the In problem anything? is there's only... Two points on the end. If there were four points, you could do it. Yes.
0: Oh, it's doable. It's not by you.
2: Yeah, you, <laughs> you have to be a tightrope like walker. Monkey. Yeah. You have to stay exactly in the middle at all yes. times with your weight balanced in the middle. There was a great video uh, by an engineer who talked about how rigged the games are. But then he brought a Major League Baseball pitcher to the carnival, and they cleaned up. Those milk cans, you have to hit them dead center, and it has to have enough force in order to knock them over. And people usually substitute the force for the accuracy, but this guy didn't have to. So he just kept on winning prize after prize after prize until they were like, you're done. There's a limit. You can only win three prizes. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. You can have sure. anything
1: between the gum and the erasers <laughs> above the Pez containers to, the, to the, the left of the, of the eyes.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was at one in uh, Vegas at Circus Circus, and it was the, uh, the dart thing, and I just couldn't lose. And I won a Gonzo uh, as the Tin Man that was as big as I was. And the guy hands it to me, and I'm like fuck am I supposed to do with this? I can't get it on the plane. Right? This is a fucking white elephant I've ever seen. And this king goes, I love Gonzo! I'm like, oh, thank Christ. Here you <laughs> know, <kid." laughs> And I threw it on him and he collapsed under the weight of it. and I think he hit his head pretty hard, but me and my wife were out of there.
1: But at the end of the day, how many rounds did it take you to win Gonzo, the giant Gonzo? Uh,
0: it really only took me like a couple.
1: Sure, and how it much was, did each round cost you?
0: It was Circus Circus. It's actually pretty cheap. It was just a weird anomaly. I I, I might have played like four times, and I yeah. just couldn't lose. So it's probably eight bucks, nine bucks, ten bucks.
1: Right. Which and they got that thing from Korea for two dollars. Oh yeah, for, yeah.
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for two dollars. Yeah. Like I tried my hardest to get the guitar, which was the next thing, <laughs> and I did not. <laughs> so, I just got lucky in the first four. And the guy goes, "Wow, you get this giant thing! Like one more, you get the guitar." I'm like, oh, "I'll try two bucks." I'll try two more. I'm getting, I'm fucking myself over here. I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have got the guitar on the plane either. Though, I'm thinking about it.
1: Yeah. Side, side note. We should all play Primal Quest, man. It's, it's good. It was you fun. Should.
0: Mikey, uh, did you do your three-day tune on that? You said, oh, uh, yeah. All right.
2: Uh, I'm the I, only guy that gets suckered I, by that? Yeah, I, I'm going to give it a five.
0: Five five and five and a thirty
3: wow.
2: and I'm
0: only giving it a thirteen because they always get me. I would love to give it a five, but I always like maybe I, I could do it. And I smile anti
3: scammers.
0: And I, I don't I don't hate losing two bugs. I guess I, that's my I thing. I hear you. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. That guess be my that, thing.
0: Yeah, because that brings us to plugs. Do we have anything coming up? That's so much this year.
2: I'd like to thank Kirby Crackle for providing our Geek Rock music every week. You can check him out at kirbycracklemusic.com. And I'd like to thank the maker of my inhaler because I'm having troubles breathing. So you're not going to hear from me the rest of the podcast.
0: Mm. Uh, Judge, you have a couple of things coming up. You're going to be at uh, you're going to be teaching longsword soon.
1: Um, I have nothing in July. I have uh, Gen Con is the next thing, August 4th to the 7th. The great old uh, tabletop RPG con has definitely become a diaspora of, of board games and everything you – just uh, everything we love out there. And it's, uh, it's nice. The last time we were there, I was there. They, uh, there was actually a football game in the stadium, so the, the space was more limited. Uh, and uh the Oilers Stadium there is a domed stadium. So normally all of the board games and everything is on the field, like literally on the football field. So it is huge. Uh and they are back to that mentality this year. So I'll be teaching just two uh two sword classes and then um just hanging out with the Linos and uh eating, drinking and and uh, I'm playing some games out in Indianapolis. That's August 4th to the 7th. Yeah, Chanka, can't wait.
0: Wish I could join you, but I'll just be coming back from the Ukraine at that point. I'm going to be taking a week. Uh, at the end of July, I'm going to the Ukraine. I'll be right on the border, uh, not going too deep in, because I just saw what happened to three Americans who got captured by the Russians over the week. Uh, so I'm going to be careful just on the border um, and uh, helping run a uh, – uh, a, uh, a uh, food truck uh, that's going to go around to a couple of the different uh, aid points and uh, running a food line that's uh, for people uh, fleeing the country. So I'll be doing that from July 25th to August 1st.
3: I'd like to uh, plug
1: GeekOrthodox.com.
0: GeekOrthodox.com. Hello, Tammy
1: Hello, Tammy, and your new puppy Esme. Hi, Esme. You are oh, we got adorable. Oh, a new puppy. So cute. Yeah. What's
0: what's Esme named after? Do you know?
1: I do not know, but you gotta find that out because I love is Fucking adorable.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm glad they were. I like. Of course, you never replace a puppy, but I'm glad they were able to get a new puppy eventually. And Esme sounds like a a wonderful addition to the Lino a line of accoutrements. So
3: cute. <laughs> so cute. GeekOrthodox.com, purveyor of fine stained glass prints, shiny Skywalker rocks glasses, uh, socks, you name it, they got it. If you want t-shirts, you got to go to ianlino.com. But they have all your geeky needs over at geekorthodox.com and ianlino.com.
0: Tommy, you were so, so happy to get back on the track. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would like to thank... um, Josh's uh, game store that's right up the street from because they gave me a whole bunch of Pokemon cards. What's the name of that game store?
1: Uh Great Stories. Books great and games. Stories,
0: yeah. Terrific guys. They have a lot of game uh room in the back. The last time I went there they had a ton of people playing uh a couple of different games in the back. Uh and uh they, they just seemed real nice, super friendly. You know, I told them I had like some kids who were learning Pokemon and they, they couldn't have been nicer about uh helping me out pick out some cards and And do some stuff that uh, group is doing. Oh, it's a cute puppy. Oh, it's a cute puppy. Oh, for those of you who are listening uh, to this uh, televised podcast, we just showed a picture of Esme, the cutest puppy. One of the cutest puppies ever. We gotta stop making those pugs, though. God wants them dead. (laughs) Everything killed. Like bulldog. I had a great bulldog, rest in power tug. Uh, But we gotta stop making those kind of dogs, man. We we're not doing them any favors.
2: Nope.
0: Nope. How are you boys? You got mutts. MUTs are great. Uh
1: Dodger is uh a ten or eleven this year. Uh, ah, still puppy esque.
0: They do great at the, their mutts, they do great.
1: He runs, he plays, he's super happy. And he and takes yes this year? No health problems whatsoever. No tech no. You <sighs> do the uh uh the oral medication he him and we, we
0: do that with our guy too we just we were camping we just had to pick some up fur. thank goodness uh had to pull a couple out uh i would like to also thank the long box engineers who are subscribed to our patreon only podcast at the geek league and that's a great point mikey because the geek league um is our other podcast that we do uh every single week and we just talk about nerdy stuff that we're doing uh around uh town TV shows we're watching, other things other than comic books in geek culture. And all the money does go to the Elizabeth Peabody House, which is a terrific establishment house that helps people make ends meet in a variety of ways, including daycare, after school, uh, school clubs, and also a food pantry. Uh, food pantry is uh, open once a week, and uh, we help families you know make ends meet there. Uh, this week alone we feed, uh, fed 90 families – Uh, including some families who are just coming over to us from overseas. Uh, And uh, we'd like to thank them for coming over and visiting us from the Ukraine. And uh, hopefully we'll get you back to where you want to be soon.
1: Indeed. Indeed.
0: Short wars. For God's sakes, let's have a short war. Uh, Mike, I'll just say this. This podcast is a lot like drunk history, but for comics. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, just he not. that Yeah, <laughs> the YouTubers know what's going on. The rest of you guys, not so much.
0: Some of us don't see it, but you guys know what's going got on. It. The kids don't get it, but we get it. Those are anal beads in case you don't know what I'm doing here. Josh, Indianapolis, is that your sector?
1: Oh, yeah, Gen Con's totally going to be our sector. I can't wait to hang out with Linos the Geek Orthodox, playing games, swinging swords. It's going to be great.
0: It'll be a good time. And Tommy, sweet, sweet Tommy, what do you got to say? Uh, you know, if you
3: haven't gotten your shot yet, get a shot. Uh, you know, COVID's shot, been uh, taken up.
0: Shot, and shot, uh, shot, shot, shot. do your part, get a shot. Do your part, get a shot. I couldn't have said any better myself. And don't forget what I always say. Don't just what you hate. Just promote what you love. You live longer. Thank you so much. We're on the road.
2: We're going home to the place.